How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time to hear what the Sports Daily staff thinks of the weekend games. All right, welcome in, everybody. Hour number two of Sports Daily underway here on KFH. Tommy Castor and Paul Savage in for Jacob Albrecht today. Jad Chambers producing the show and manning the IHOP hotline at 869-1240. want to say uh, thanks to everybody watching our video stream. By the way, you can always check out the video stream on YouTube, on Facebook, and on Twitch. Paul, are you a Twitch guy? Do you ever watch Twitch? No, no I, I don't even know what it is. I've, I've heard of it, but I don't even know what it is. My understanding is that Twitch is a platform where like people that play video games uh, hang out on and, and you oh. can watch other people play video games, gotcha. which that's never, I don't know about you. That's never really been my cup of tea. Like if I'm, if there's a video game, like I'd rather play the video game than watch somebody else play the video mm-hmm. game. But that's yeah. just me. Well, I'm the same way. I'm not a big video game player as well, just like you. So that's probably why I've never really heard of twitch or i'm familiar with it I, sure I, I don't live in that world it's okay though it's all right i didn't all right. i didn't i didn't used to watch any twitch i will say i don't watch just random people playing video games but there is a uh, comedy troupe based out of uh canada that i've i've been a fan of for years they started playing games on twitch and doing their comedy Oh. And it's a lot like if you if you all remember Mystery Science Theater 3000. Sure, sure. It winds up being a lot like a live version of that watching somebody interacting while playing a video game and that actually is really funny. So It doesn't sound funny. Tommy, does that sound <laughs> Does that sound like I mean, you're ready to give an evening to I, I'm not sure I'm ready to give my funny. evening to that. Can I tell you though the the one genre of videos and I don't know if this is a Twitch thing or a, it might be a YouTube thing I don't know but the one genre of videos that I I just I don't understand and I don't think I ever will is the trend and maybe Jad you watch this I don't know but the trend of people that unbox things have you gotten into that where like people are taking I taking things out of boxes I just don't it. understand it yeah can't miss it no I can't. I've seen it I, I I don't get it and it's like people buy things just so they can unbox it. I mean, I don't get it. I don't get it either. I want to unbox, and I don't really care what's in the box. Let's just unbox. Come on now. <laughs> There's a subset of it I do find funny, though. The people that are making fun of unboxing videos by buying something that doesn't really come in a box or something like that, and then they'll do a video on it and pull it. Like, there was a video of a guy who unboxed a car. Okay. Well, that, yeah, does, that does not. I'm sorry. I I, I just I, I found that funny because he had <laughs> he had put the car in a cardboard box with all the the plastic packaging <laughs> oh. and all, everything else that you see somebody doing. It was really well done, and it was funny because he'd repackaged a newish looking car, and then did a 
unboxing video. That oh, was funny. Oh, oh well, okay. Uh, well, I mean, to each their own, I guess. Yeah. You know, some people find different things entertaining. I, yeah. I, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but uh, all that to say. Thank you to everybody watching on Twitch today uh, here on our video stream. I don't know how we got off into left field on that. But one thing that we do enjoy and one thing that I think we're mildly okay at uh, is picking football games. And our Friday football picks are back here on Sports Daily. And, and Paul, I just want to point out here very quickly as we take a look at last week's games right. that our good friend Jacob apparently had a really good week. And, he and did. He I'm killed glad. It. I am glad that he is not here today to be able to gloat. <laughs> You about know, that's a good the, point. the picks that he made. Yeah. So Jacob ended up eight and two on last week's yeah. games. Uh, you and I are both tied at five and five. Uh, so we are three games behind Jacob. And can you just imagine how how absolutely annoying he would be if oh. he was here right now to oh. gloat on that? Oh yeah. And he criticizes me when I gloat. Oh yeah, savages gloat. <laughs> yeah. But when he gloats, well, it's just statement of fact. You know what I mean? That's sort of his the way he looks at it. But if you or me, you or me, we gloat a little, oh, you know, gloat, 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 you know, it's it's unbecoming, you know. But, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't mention it all week, but one of the things I did note was that he mentioned how badly last weekend went for him in his own sports betting. Oh, uh, that right? was one of the, It was one of the first things he said on Monday morning was well, that oh, he, he had he a terrible a weekend. Yeah, he took a bath in the betting world. I mean, I did too. It was not a good betting weekend at all, but he – picked the games really well. In fact, the only two games that he missed on last week, the Texas-Alabama game, all three of us thought that Alabama would cover that minus yeah. seven, and of course they didn't. Texas right. won the game. Uh, so he lost that one, and then uh, he also picked that the Giants would cover against the Cowboys. Of course, we know all about that, the 40 nothing shutout that the Cowboys pitched on Sunday Night Football. Paul, you were the only one to win that, but those right. were the only two blemishes on Jacob's card last week. Other than that, I mean, he went eight and two, and so that's, I mean, pretty impressive. Right. Well, you and I were not very spectacular, that's for sure, as saying it. In a, in a kind way we neither one of us and uh but you know something it's a new weekend i mean jacob's got a three-game swing on us right off the get-go and we've got we've got to make that up we've got we've got to we've got to do better we just have to do better. i was i was a little bit concerned because you know jacob's out of town uh and he's uh, up until i think like a couple of minutes ago was in the air on an airplane and I was worried we weren't going to get his picks in. I just got his picks, like, within the last 20 seconds. Oh, good. So I will be uh, – he's picked the games, but I will be communicating what his picks actually are. Good. I think we're ready to go. Jad, let's hit the music for this week's Friday football picks here on Sports Daily. We are going to start things off, Paul, with the game, the matchup that we talked about at the very top of the program, the Colorado Buffaloes at home in Boulder taking on Colorado State. We know the drama that Jay Norvell just yesterday mentioned about Coach Prime. We know that Coach Prime has taken it personally. He's going to get his kids fired up. Right now the line is Colorado minus 24. Do you like the Buffaloes to cover this game? I like the Buffaloes to cover this game if it was 40. I'll be real truthful. They're going to yeah. run it up. They're going to run it up a bunch. This is uh, this is going to be one of those games where it may get ugly, and it may get ugly in several different ways on the field, but this is going to be an ugly game. Colorado just skunks them and skunks them bad. I'm taking Colorado. Yeah, I have a feeling this is going to be a clean sweep. Uh, you know, I mentioned it at the top of the show that I felt comfortable with Colorado at minus 40. Um, I think it's going to be a bloodbath, 
And it's it's not only just the fact that the comments that were made were out of line That's right. by Jay Norvell, but it's also the fact, and I said it at the top of the show, they don't have the guys to compete That's with right. Colorado. The fact that the line was minus 24 before this drama happened, there's no way that the Buffaloes are going to take their foot right. off the gas. I mean, if there's a situation where they're up by four or five right. touchdowns, right. And it's midway through the fourth quarter. You really think that Coach yeah. Prime is going to call the dogs off? No. I don't think that's going to happen. No, yeah, and and here's the thing. You know, having spent, I spent some time in Colorado, as you know, and yeah. Colorado and Colorado State don't even recruit the same guys. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's different. It's different worlds. It's different abilities. It's you know, you you got a great player out of Colorado Springs. Colorado may want him. Colorado State won't have a chance at him. And it's just yep. it's a different world between these two football programs. Colorado just beats them, and with with Dion going to run it up, and and his son going to run it up, it's going to get run up. Also, this is the final tune-up for the Buffaloes right. before they start Pac-12 play, yeah. playing Oregon, playing USC. The competition level will uh, go crazy after yes, this week. So I think Colorado covers easily. Jacob also picks Colorado to cover that minus twenty-four, so it's a clean sweep in that first matchup of our Friday football picks. The next game, BYU taking on Arkansas. Uh, Arkansas is an eight-point favorite. These two teams matched up last year, and Arkansas won it in a shootout. Paul, do you like that minus uh, minus eight? Do you think that Arkansas covers that, or do you think BYU can cover? You know, I think BYU can cover, and, and, and I do think it's very possible. I still think Arkansas probably wins the game, but I think it's going to be a closer game than a lot of people think. But I'm going to go ahead and take Arkansas, and it's just a personal reason. You know, Coach Pittman, uh, I was on his staff at Hutchinson Community College. His first head job at the college level was at Hutchinson Community College. I was on that staff. Uh, He's a friend of mine, and uh, I can't go against uh, Coach Pittman. He's a good guy. I'm taking Arkansas, and I still think I might do it if I didn't even – if Coach Pittman wasn't there. I still think I might take Arkansas. I will take Arkansas. I mean, it's another one of those Big 12 SEC matchups. That's right. BYU, one of the newest members in the Big 12 Conference on the road. And that's that, for me, I think that's really where things land. The fact that this game is at Razorback Stadium this weekend, I think it's going to be uh, a game that Arkansas wins fairly easily. Now, BYU, they did bounce back in their, their second game of the season last week. They didn't really look all that dominant in their opening game against Sam Houston State. But that being said, they played better last week. I do think, though, Arkansas can cover that number at minus eight. I'm with you, Paul. I'm going to take the Razorbacks to cover, and I'll lay the eight. That being said, though, Jacob is taking BYU. He's taking BYU to cover at plus eight. So we'll give Jacob that island by himself. Gutsy. This game, this next game, is very interesting, and I'm really curious about your thoughts on this, Paul. Wyoming on the road taking on the texas longhorns we know about texas we know they beat bama last week a lot of people are suggesting that texas is now all the way back that they could very easily be in the cfp in their final year in the big 12. wyoming on the other hand man they're no slouches wyoming beat texas tech if you'll recall at home that's right the opening game of the season the line is insane on this game, Paul, for a fact that you've got a 2-0 Wyoming squad on the road taking on Texas. The Longhorns minus 30. Do you buy that for the Longhorns to cover? I might, and here's and here's part of the reason you've touched on it. Wyoming is a really good football team having beat a Big 12 team. I mean, come on, that's not bad. And that's better than they've been for a while. 
it's been a minute since Wyoming's been a factor in anything. So Wyoming is really pretty good. Texas, what about a letdown, Tommy? Could there be a letdown? I don't know. There might there be, be a let. I mean, you know, you just come off beating the number one, uh, one or two teams in in, in America, a team that's probably going to be in the final four for a championship, uh, and you beat and you beat them in their home stadium. You know, is there going to be a letdown? Well, my answer is no. I'm taking Texas. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that. Uh... You know, first off, I think you're giving a little bit too much credit to Alabama. I mean, I think that they looked really bad last week. Well, and that's I, I'm right. not sure they're I'm not sure they're gonna be in the final four, but regardless, an incredibly impressive win for Steve Sarkeesian's crew last week on the road in Tuscaloosa. That being said though, man, this line I mentioned it <laughs> 30 ago. Points. It's insane. I 30 took, points. I'm giving when 30 you've got points. a when you've got a line that big, I don't care who you are. I don't care who you're playing. I don't care where you're playing. There are so many avenues for a backdoor cover when, when you're looking at no. a line of minus 30. Oh, Wyoming is a 2-0 and team. They beat Texas Tech at home in double overtime. Uh, you know, I, they played Portland State last week. Didn't look all that dominant, but still got a victory. Craig Bull is a, a really good coach, and... A lot of people overlook Wyoming. Now, don't get me wrong. Texas is great. That's a signature win for Steve Sarkeesian, like I mentioned. That line is too crazy, though. I'm going to take Wyoming plus 30. I mean, it very well may be that Texas wins by four touchdowns, but that still doesn't cover at four Ah, touchdowns. I know it. So I'm going to take Wyoming plus 30. Jacob is with me. He's also going to take Wyoming plus 30. So, Paul, you've got yourself an island there. Yeah, not comfortable. uh, With that matchup. Not comfortable. With that matchup of Texas and Wyoming. We'll see. Another major big spread here in the next game we're going to look at. The Kansas Jayhawks on the road taking on Nevada. The line is plus 28 Nevada. Uh, the, the Vegas thinks that the Jayhawks are going to cover by four touchdowns. Uh, that's where that line stands right now. This is one of the biggest spreads, if not the biggest spreads, that Kansas has had on the road in probably 20 years taking on this Wolfpack team. Do you think the Jayhawks get it done and cover that 28 number, Paul? Well, I'm used to those kind of spreads, but the other direction, if you get my drift. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a huge spread, but it's at Nevada. Um, gosh, you know, Nevada's nothing to write home about, but 28 points at home. I mean, that's a lot of points. You know, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to take Nevada. Can you cover by 28 points? Can you can at least, I mean, you're at home, have a little pride. I'm going to take Nevada, but I'm taking them begrudgingly. I'd stop. I'm not sure they can cover. I'm just going to roll the dice on that one. So Nevada, uh, they're bad. Uh, They they might be the, they might be the worst the worst power five team or the worst uh, FBS team uh, in America. They're 0-2. They lost to Idaho in FCS team last week by a final score of 33-6. 33-6 against an FCS team. Uh, It wasn't even close. All right, I'm changing my mind. No, you you already you already no. put it in. What? Wait you a already second. put it in. What? What do you mean I put it in? I I, I I've got I can scratch it okay. out on my little card. All right, here. that's fine. I'm I, did I talk you out of it? Yes. Okay. Okay. No, okay. Uh, I guess all we'll right, call... I'll stick with him. I'm getting the no, I'm getting the I'm getting the evil eye from Jad over here, like like he's my mother or something, you know. So I'm not I'm well, not. You're just getting that because I had to change the mark I had. Now you're getting it again because you're changing it back. All right, I'm changing it back. I'm sticking with Nevada. <laughs> that's, we the start. Dumbest, that's the dumbest pick I will make all year long. 
we got to start uh, doing a who wants to be a millionaire? Is that your final answer uh, <laughs> on all of these picks? And then then you can't change yeah, it. There you uh, go. I wasn't trying to change your mind. I'm just giving you the facts here that Nevada got blown out by an FCS team last week in Idaho. Uh, Nevada is 0-2. It's a really big spread. That being said, though, I like the Jayhawks to cover four touchdowns. And it goes against everything that I just talked about, Paul, about how there are all of these opportunities for backdoor covers when you've got a spread that big. But I am going to take the Jayhawks minus 28. Jacob is with me. He's also taking KU minus 28. So, Paul, another island there for you. Uh, And you know what? You're you're three games behind Jacob, so I guess it's okay for you to have a couple of islands by yourself. I guess, but that's an island I'm not. Well, it all depends on how how much, how late at night are the uh, KU starters out at the casinos gambling. I think that'll have a lot to do with it, too. Well, and it also is a late start, by the way. So if you want to watch the game, you're going to have to stay up late. It's on uh, CBS Sports Network, and kickoff is at 9.30 p.m. local time here uh, in Kansas since they're on the road out in Nevada. In early kickoff uh, in, in our next game, the Kansas State Wildcats. It's our final college football pick of this week. The Wildcats on the road, an 11 a.m. kick in Columbia, taking on the Tigers. We talked to Wyatt Thompson last hour about this game. So much talk between these two teams. The Wildcats right now are laying four points against the Tigers. Do you like that line, Paul? What do you think about this game? You know, I think that's a, probably a pretty good good line. I kind of like the line. That could make a lot of people swing one way or the other. Uh I like Kansas State. I, I, I just uh, they've got it going. I think they know who they are. Of course, it's the same old Kansas State. They're going to play some good defense. I like Kansas State, but more than that, I like the Big 12. So I'm going to go with Kansas State. I've not understood this line all week long, uh, and it has actually, I think, dropped as the week has gone on, and, and it's moved it towards Missouri. And I know that you know there might be a situation here where Vegas is you know trying to. You know, get some bets on the other side, but I haven't understood this from a talent perspective. I think Kansas State is much better than four points uh, than Missouri is. I think this is an easy bet for the week. It's my pick for maybe my favorite college football bet of the entire weekend. I think the Wildcats roll. I know they're going into Missouri. Uh, They're on the road. I don't like this Tigers team. I don't think they're very good. They, they really struggled against Middle Tennessee State a week ago. I don't get the hype around this Tigers program. It's an easy bet for me. The Wildcats should not only cover, but easily cover. I think they win by two touchdowns. Jacob is also with me. He's picking the Wildcats to cover. That is our college football uh, picks on the Friday football uh, picks here on Sports Daily. Let's go over to the NFL now, Paul. And we're going to start with the Chiefs game. It's a noon kickoff on Sunday. They're on the road. At Jacksonville, right now the Chiefs are three-and-a-half-point road favorites. We know they lost by one point last week against the Lions at home. The Jaguars have Trevor Lawrence. They've got really dynamic receivers in Calvin Ridley, in Zay Jones, and Christian Kirk, Travis Etienne, and Tank Bigsby running the football. Doug Peterson is the coach there. I don't know. Is this a trap game for the Chiefs, or do you like them to cover that three and a half? Well, I like it better with Allen back. There's no question about that. That's a huge factor in this game. That's a huge factor because there's there's a man right there who will be able to take away that little pocket area behind the center where the quarterbacks like to step up when they feel edge pass rush, and and that's a huge difference. I mean, if 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 Allen wasn't back, I could probably Chris Jones. I'm sorry, Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Sorry about that. Chris Jones. If he wasn't back. 
Uh, this would change the way I look at this game. But with him being back, it certainly helps defend against Trevor Lawrence. I think I, I think I've got it. I think I've got to lay the points and go ahead and take the Chiefs. I, I do. I really think that it's a big difference with Chris Jones back. It's a huge, huge deal. Well, and not just Chris Jones, but a Travis Kelsey is a go also on but Sunday. How, That's you, going to how good will he be? It's going to help him out a lot. I, I'm I, don't, not, I mean, I have no idea. Yeah, I no idea either. how effective he'll be. That's but right. uh, you know, it does look like they've been. You know, at least Travis Kelsey's been. Uh, active in practicing this week. You know, the Chiefs cannot go to 0-2. They cannot fall to 0-2. That's right. Uh, And just the comments that Patrick Mahomes made uh, this week about how he was disappointed in their performance a week ago and all of that, as much as I like the Jags and as much as I think that they are a sneaky pick in the conference to be really, really good this year, I'll take the Chiefs. I'll lay the points. I'll I'll lay the three and a half. Uh, I think they go on the road. I think they get right. Uh, we're going to talk more about this game a little bit later on sure. in the hour, Paul, but I'm going to take the Chiefs to lay three and a half. Jacob also thinks the Chiefs will win and cover that three and a half number. Uh, so it's a clean sweep there for Kansas City on the road at Jacksonville. Our next game that we're going to pick, the Ravens taking on the Bengals. The Bengals are three-point favorites. Man, Paul, Cincinnati did not look good in week number one against the Browns. Do you think that they bounce back, or do you think the Ravens cover this number? Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, that was a stunner as far as I'm concerned, the way the the the, the, the way the Bengals played last weekend. Man, that was that was not good. That was atrocious, if you want to get right down to it. Did not play well. The question is, do they bounce back? Do they get production out of their $216 million guaranteed money contract quarterback? How does he play? Uh, those are questions I don't know. But at this point, I can't say that I trust the Bengals. So with that being factored in from just last week, I've got to take the Ravens. Wow. Okay. Well, you know, the Ravens are a little bit hobbled. They don't have J.K. Dobbins for the rest of the season with the torn Achilles. Uh, Lamar Jackson didn't look any, you know, didn't look outstanding a week ago in their victory. But here's my thing. Joe Burrow is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Yes. Last week he had what was probably his his worst game ever as a professional in the National Football League. I don't think he makes that two in a row. He bounces back because he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I'll take the Bengals to cover Whoa. that okay. that number. I think the Bengals win at home at minus three. Jacob is also with me. He thinks the Bengals will cover the number. So, Paul, another island there wow. for you with the Ravens and Bengals game. Moving on now, on the West Coast, the 49ers taking on the Rams. The Niners are 1-0. They looked really, really solid in week number one uh, against the Steelers. A lot of people thought the Steelers would upset the 49ers. That didn't happen. The Niners won, and they won pretty handily in week number one. They're on the road taking on the Rams. By the way, the Rams surprised i think everybody when they beat up on the seahawks i thought the seahawks would would win and cover last week that didn't happen the rams had a great second half it looks like matthew stafford is all the way back that being said though the rams are underdogs seven and a half point underdogs at home taking on the 49ers what do you think of this line paul and who do you think wins all right i'm buying in here's here's the official notice i'm buying into the 49ers i didn't buy in last week because i i wasn't sure Brock Pur- I still had questions about Brock Purdy and, and some of the other things uh, going on with the uh, with the 49ers, but I'm buying in. 
I'm there. Okay. I'm taking the 49ers. So, I think they're going to be so a contender. you contend- got the Niners. They're a contender for You're going to lay the points. I'm going to lay the points. That's a lot okay. of points, but I'm going to lay them because I think the 49ers, Tommy, are contenders for a Super Bowl. I think so. I mean, I, I think they are also because of all the skilled position players right. they have. That's and right. with Nick Bosa back and Nick Bosa. anchoring that defense. I mean, they, they look great. And, right. you know, I don't think Brock Purdy has to be a superstar for the Niners to be a really good football team. I think he can be a compliment right. to the talent around him on that field. That being said, though, man, the Rams were impressive in the second half last week. Now, they're dealing with some wide receiver issues. Cooper Cup is obviously that is injured. Correct. Uh, you know, they've got the the Puka Nakua guy that uh, he kind of stepped up in in uh, relief of Cooper Cup. He's battling some injuries. Uh, man, that that's a lot of that's a lot of points, though. I like the 49ers a lot. I'm just not comfortable laying that amount of points, knowing with what the Rams did uh, last week against the Seahawks. I'll take the Rams and I'll take the okay. points at seven and a half. And this will be an island for me because uh, Jacob is with you, Paul. Jacob is taking the Niners uh, to cover that, and and he's going to lay the points. I just can't, in good faith, lay that many points. I think the Rams will cover that 7.5 number. Um, So I get my first island of the entire week. Not a bad island. Not a bad island. I'll take it. Yeah. All right, our next pick, we've got two games to go before we wrap up here uh, on our Friday football picks. The Jets and the Cowboys, Paul. Of course, the the major story this week, Aaron Rodgers out for the season, the torn Achilles. The Jets go on the road to Dallas, and man, the Cowboys demolished the Giants in Sunday Night Football, pitched a shutout 40 to nothing. The Cowboys are laying nine points at home against the Aaron Rodgers-less Jets. You like that Aaron Rodgers-less Jets? Yeah, that's good. Uh, So Zach Zach Wilson is the new starting quarterback for New York. What do you think? Do you think the Cowboys can cover that number? Well, which is better, the Cowboy offense or the Cowboy defense? That was a trick question. They're both pretty good. So, yeah. with that being said, dang, I mean, how do you go against the Cowboys? I mean, nine points is a lot. But also, Zach Zach Wilson is not Aaron Rodgers. Uh, let's, let's just point sure. that out. And so, uh, with that being said, as much as I am pulling for the Jets because – I watched him on Hard Knocks, saw every episode. I love the Jets now, and I love Aaron Rodgers. Um, I, I've got to go with the Cowboys. Dang, they're good. They are a good football team. I'll take the Cowboys. They are really good. Defensively, they're elite. They, they might be the best defense be. in the National Football League. Jacob is with you, by the way. He's going to take his Cowboys and lay the nine points. He's a little late on that I'm gonna one. Give my, I'm going to give myself another island here, honestly. And, no and Don't what? get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. The Cowboys are really good defensively. And I know the Jets don't have Aaron Rodgers. And I know that Zach Wilson is a clear, monumental downgrade from Aaron Rodgers. That being said, they still have weapons. Their defense is really good with Jordan Whitehead and Sauce Gardner. They still have Brees Hall, who looked outstanding last week, by the way. And Dalvin Cook is a change of pace back. If they lean on the running game, if they lean on their defense, I don't think the Jets are going to beat the Cowboys. Don't get me wrong, but I do think they can cover that number of nine. So I'm going to take the Jets plus nine. Uh, I think the Cowboys win, but I do think the Jets cover. I'll take that island. Our final game here in our Friday football picks. It's the Sunday night game. 
the Dolphins and the Patriots. The Patriots, Paul, looked fairly impressive in a loss against the Eagles in week number one. They kept it pretty interesting. The Dolphins have big time firepower, of course, with Tyreek Hill and that offense and Tua Tagovailoa at quarterback. The Dolphins are three point favorites. What do you think about this game? Well, I'll tell you what, this is a this might be the toughest of the five professional games that we're picking for me. Both teams had great things uh, that you could say about, but Tyreek Hill is so dynamic. Uh, and and he changed the game from last week with with what he did with all the receptions and the speed. You know, it's hard not to take the Dolphins and give the three points. I think I've got to take the Dolphins. I, I think that's a good football team. You know, I'm with you. I think the Dolphins will win. I think they will cover. I will lay that three points just because of how explosive their offense is. Jacob is going to get an island to wrap up this entire Friday oh, football good. picks. He's taking the Patriots to cover that number. So we'll see how it all goes uh, as we get into the college football and NFL slate this weekend. And here's hoping that at least you and I, Paul, can uh, come back and at least gain a little bit of ground on Jacob, who had a really good week yep. last week. Congratulations. On our way Jay. out. On our way out, let's do another giveaway here. Let's give away some tickets to Paw Patrol, the Mighty Movie, Friday, September 29th, 7 o'clock at the Boulevard Theater in Town West. We'll do a pair of tickets to that, to caller number four on the IHOP hotline, 869-1240, on our way out the door. Good luck, and you can go ahead and call Jad now to win those tickets. On the way, we're going to give you a little bit of a preview of the Chiefs in action on the road in Jacksonville on Sunday, and we'll have a quick conversation with Matt Henderson from Ketchup, Kansas, talking high school football. That and a whole lot more. It's on the way on Sports Daily. I hear this. this. Go ahead. I think I want to hear this. Sports Daily is on KFH. Welcome back, everybody. It's Sports Daily here on KFH. Tommy Castor, Paul Savage, Chad Chambers producing the show. Uh, Paul, we've got a couple quick minutes before we get to Matt Henderson uh, to talk some high school football this weekend. So real quick here with the couple minutes we have, I want to expand a little bit on the Chiefs on the road in Jacksonville on Sunday. The Chiefs are trying to bounce back after an 0-1 start. The Jaguars are playing in a division where, you know, they're kind of the presumptive favorites to win the AFC South. But knowing that the Chiefs, at least in my mind, cannot afford to fall to 0-2, how much pressure do you think is on Kansas City's shoulders? Well, I think there's a lot of pressure because, let's face it, you, you know, it's statistically speaking, it's very difficult to repeat as a and, – and no team has really done that, I don't think, uh, gone 2-0 and and then – It's been a while. Uh, it's been a while, okay, that, uh, that you're going to win. So obviously you can't lose this game. You don't want to lose this game. You could still win a Super Bowl, but it certainly becomes tougher than more questions – uh, start to arise and, you know, guys start to question themselves and teammates and it just can't be a good situation, not for a defending champion. So this is a big game. This is a huge game. Uh, wouldn't be quite as big if if the uh, Chiefs had beaten the Lions the week before. Should have beat the Lions, actually scored more yeah. points. You know, you give up a, a free touchdown and that's what happens. I mean, you, you end up losing in the NFL when you give away, you know, defensive type touchdowns to the other team. So with that being said, it's a huge game. But here again, as we talked about in our picks, you know, Chris Jones coming back. Tommy, that's big. That's big. That that's that, big. that you know, did you ever think you'd 
think that that much about a defensive lineman for guys' sakes and what a difference I, he I can think make. It's, this guy's yeah, that I guy. Think getting that getting that pressure up the middle on Trevor Lawrence, right. I think, is going to be absolutely essential, and that's what Huge. Chris Jones can do. I'm curious to know how if he's going to be on any kind of snap count. You know, I mean, c- considering he hasn't practiced with the team all off season through the preseason. Will he be able to just be thrown into the fire and play a full game? Will Steve Spagnola put him in certain packages where, you know, they know he can be effective or is it kind of a full go? And I guess we'll find out on Sunday, but getting that kind of pressure up the middle is going to be important. I think for Kansas city, especially knowing how big of an arm Trevor Lawrence has and Calvin Ridley last week for the Jags looked absolutely incredible. So I'm looking at that. I'm also looking at, How have the Chiefs figured out and what have they done to try to put their wide receivers in better situations this this game on Sunday? Just considering the fact that they had collectively the whole wide receiver room had a pretty disappointing game against the Lions. Well, that's that's an interesting, you know, thought. And, you know, I guess it I guess we'll have that answer. Uh, by the end of the day on Sunday. I don't know what the answer is, but these, these are professional football players, and you know that they're going to respond. I mean, you know, there's that's their job. So, you know, I'm not so worried about that, but it's going to be a, it's going to be a very fun game to watch, I think, and, and, yep. and must-watch TV. I think it'll be an excellent game. It's a 12 o'clock start. Uh, 12 o'clock so, start on the road in Jacksonville. On the road Jackson, in Jacksonville. I mean, it, could be, it, it could possibly be a, a, a statement game for the Jaguars, you know, to be able to say, hey, look, like we're staking our claim here as one of the best teams in this conference. Everybody thinks about the Chiefs. They think about the Bills. They think about the Bengals, a couple of other teams. I'm not sure everybody is thinking about the Jags right now as a legitimate contender. Right. But this game, if they can, you know, at home take down the defending champs, that could say a lot about them. So it's an right. extremely important game uh, for Kansas City, I think for both teams, to be able to, to show where they stand right now in right. that conference. A 12 o'clock kick. Uh, in Jacksonville on Sunday. And, of course, you can listen to it right uh, mm-hmm. on our, our sister station, KNSS, the home of the Chiefs. Let's go ahead and take another break. When we come back, we've got Matt Henderson on the line from Catch It, Kansas. Uh, we're going to talk about the high school football slate tonight around the metro area, so we'll do that on the other side. Matt Henderson, Catch It, Kansas, on the way next. Tommy Castor, Paul Savage, Jad Chambers, it's Sports Daily on KFH, and we'll be right back. Use that. You'd be surprised. Find a Navian installer near you at tanklessmadesimple.com. It's time to get back to the sports talk. All right, let's do this thing. Go! Sports Daily is on KFH. Welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily on a Friday. Tommy Castor and Paul Savage in for Jacob Albrock today. Jad Chambers producing the show, manning the IHOP hotline at 869-1240. If you missed anything in the show, like our conversation with the voice of the Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson, you can always go back and listen to it on the free Odyssey app, also online at kfhradio.com. On the IHOP hotline with us right now. From Catch It, Kansas, uh, our buddy Matt Henderson on the show to talk a little bit about high school football this weekend. Hendo, welcome in. How you doing today? Guys, I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Looking forward to getting into it today. I want to start with Wichita Northwest, Hendo. So, uh, of course, we know the Grizzlies have had a great start to their season. Uh, one of, if not the best teams in 5A uh, this season uh, around the state of Kansas. They're on the road taking on Capen this weekend. We know how dominant Northwest has been so far. 
How far do you think this team can go? How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. In the state. This feels like a championship or bust type of team for Steve Martin's group. Like we've seen them become that close in the past when they were playing in 5A. There's, there's a, those state runner-up finishes because we all know, have seen how dominant Mill Valley has been there, been there, but them up in 6A this year. It feels yeah. like a more of a top-heavy class like them, Manhattan, Olathe North, can never count out Derby, of course. Like the schools you're, you're looking at for like a few very good schools, uh, Gardner-Edgerson, they were state runner-up last year. They're right there. So, I think like uh, this is a good game for Northwest this week playing Cape, which I'm sure we'll talk about here in a second. They uh, like a very good uh, measuring stick game for them. They already beat Carroll badly in the season opener, ran all over Wichita Heights last week. So I think this is a very good team. I mean, the talent top to bottom that uh, Martin has with Northwest this year, you have to be thinking championship. Right now, when you look at 5A, who, who, uh, other other than uh, some of the, the local teams, you know, the, the east side of the state sure has some great teams. Talk a little about the power on the east side in 5A compared of the state compared to, say, the Wichita area right now. What what do you see happening, and how do you see the rest of the year playing out between the east and the west in 5A? The way I'm looking at it there, it looks like it's, it's largely Mill Valley is that team there. I mean, you're talking okay. teams won four straight, four straight state championships in the class, and like we've seen the Wichita area – throw Northwest, throw Mays at them. Both teams have come close, but they just cannot get over that hump and beat the Jaguars. And I think you look right behind them. I mean, Capen's a very good team. Hayes, clearly here to stay. They lost a lot last year and from, from making it to the state semifinals, and they've gone on the road. They've won at Junction City already this year, which is a great win for them. Um, otherwise, on the east side, I mean, DeSoto is always going to be a team to watch for. Spring Hill is improving more and more this year. Um, so they have so they have some teams. Blue Valley Southwest probably has their best team since the school became a school in, in like 15 years. So those are the two the ones that I would watch for to keep an eye out up against Capen. But teams like Capen and Hayes on the west side have have a real chance this year to represent. Matt, looking at uh, one of the the big time matchups uh, tonight, Bishop Carroll at Derby. Uh, I, I find this matchup really interesting because both teams bounced back from losses in week number one. Of course, we know uh, what Northwest did to Carroll in week number one, and then Derby lost to Manhattan in week one. Both teams bounced back. Bishop Carroll uh, took down South pretty easily last week, and then Derby shut out Salina South 63 to nothing last week. Now these two teams match up against each other. Who has the edge? What are you thinking about both of these teams, and especially how they bounced back, both of them, after week one losses? I would give the edge tonight slightly to Derby, mostly because of that home field advantage that they do have down there playing at Panther Stadium. And it's just it's so weird with these teams this year because we're so used to this being the game of the week each year. Each each year when they play, 
such a um, high ca- high caliber, high quality game, and kind of overshadowed by Northwest Capen this year. So I think this this game this year, we're, we're looking at two teams, two teams that have a real chance to make a statement, kind of be able to put that week one loss in the rearview mirror with them. I mean, the week two wins, those are games they should have won by the amounts they did. And I mean, I, I would give it to slight edge to Derby. We're seeing Braxton Clark at quarterback coming more and more into his own, kind of get more used to the target, the uh, um, teammates around him, around him he has on offense. Carroll, we need to really see a bounce back because that Northwest showing us that's going to leave a bad taste in their mouth. And maybe they can get that done tonight. And we'll see what happens moving forward for both of them, though. Let me ask you a question about Tree A and particularly Andale in, in particular. When you look around when you look around that division, obviously Andale's the favorite. Who's going to challenge him? Who do you got right now on your books right now? Who do you think is going to be able to to challenge Andale and give them a run for their money? Anybody in the division, you know, throw me some names. Let me know what's going to happen with uh, with Three A and Andale. Heaney is the one we're really keeping an eye out on locally this year. They returned a lot this year. I believe it was 14 starters that were back from last year's team. And last year they had to replace a lot, and they still went and made it to the state, uh, finished with an eight-win with an eight win season. Um, this team is special. They can really throw the ball. They can really run the ball. Guys like Jack Booth who's going into Mexico State. Josh Burdick, his second year as a starting quarterback as a junior. They are the one that everybody's really looking at as, uh, as a uh, – like uh, in the Metro, a team that can really contend with Andal this year. Likewise, Wichita Collegiate, they uh, had like a slow start to their year. Rose Hill uh, shut them out in the first half, and then they were able to drop 35 points in the second half last week. Big win for them. Hudson Ferales, who transferred in from Heston at quarterback, is um, one of the state's top pure passers, regardless of classification. They really, really like to throw the ball. A very talented group of sophomores there, a talented group of seniors. And then Outside of the Metro, Topeka Hayden is who we've had at number two since the beginning of the year. They returned a lot, and they are just uh, rolling through opponents early on in the year. So they are looking like the most likely representative ah. for the East Side. It's just a matter of like who, if, if assuming Andel just go, is this Andel Hayden? That would be the probably the easiest guess you could make right now. But, but that's because who can really pick against Andel at this point? Yeah, it's hard to uh, hard to even find a team to consider betting against them. Uh, Hindo, one of the uh, one of the other teams that I find really intriguing through two weeks is Eisenhower. In week number one, at home against Hutchinson, they won the game, but they didn't score an offensive touchdown at all, and they still won the game seven to three. Their offensive output really came to light in week number two on the road at Salinas Central, winning forty four to twenty eight, and they look to be. Uh, one of the the better teams in their class. They're on the road uh, against Valley Center. What are you seeing from Eisenhower, and do you think that they can make a deep run in the playoffs? Yeah, they really seem like a team that can just really adapt to the team that they're playing against because that Hutch team, they, they can run the ball really well, but just shutting them down the way that they did. I mean, same with Salina Central last week. And Salina Central, they are dealing with an injury at the, losing their starting quarterback, Gunnar Gross. Um, so Eisenhower able to really still um, – like uh, hold that offense to 28 points up there about and score 44 on them. I, they, uh, their team is more of a surprise this, this year. They uh, made a big leap in our rankings this week. And it's just a matter of, I, I think them, can they just sustain that success? Cause they have the schedule that they can play, go out there and play and be really successful in class five. A Valley center is a good test tonight. Valley center, their defense also has looked pretty good. Damon Lucker, one of the best running backs we've uh, gotten a chance to watch over the past couple of years. 
So two two and O teams tonight going at going at battle on that game. It'll be a I think whoever wins that one really leg up in the division moving up across the rest of the season. Well, definitely some great matchups uh, this week uh, all across the metro area. Uh, anything uh, anything special or for folks to take a look at at catchatkansas dot com. Uh, we do. We uh, did a story this week. where like a few a few stories with some uh, local volleyball teams. Uh, Circle High. They uh, had their their coach Shelly Nybarger win her 900th career match last last at the end of the last year in the state tournament. She's up to the I believe it's sixth all time in Kansas history. So did a nice little feature piece with her, and then we're gonna have a coming feature with uh, the liberal high school football team. They were one of the most dominant teams in the 90s in Class 5A. First three and a start for them happening last night in 20 years. So that's a little more of a Western Kansas feature, but something that yeah. I keep an eye out on for there. Yeah. All right. Very cool. That's all at catchitkansas.com. Of course, the Catch at Kansas show uh, on 12 News this weekend as well. Matt Henderson, executive producer of Catch at Kansas, joining us here on Sports Daily. Uh, Matt, we appreciate it, and we'll talk to you again next week. Yep. Thanks, guys. All right, there goes Matt Henderson. If you missed any of that, of course, you can always go on to kfhradio.com or the free Odyssey app and listen back to that interview. Paul and I are going to step aside for our final break of the show. When we come back, we'll tell you everything coming up on the network this weekend. It's a busy, busy weekend here on the network. There's a lot to get to, so we'll do that on the other side. As we wrap up Sports Daily here on KFH, it's Paul Savage, Jad Chambers producing. I'm Tommy Caster. We'll be right back to wrap things up. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.